is good to find dolls. All right, so I kind of want to knock out two things for you um, before I go into a meeting in the next half an hour. But, you know, I've been thinking of more creative ways to really get a, a, across the point of why a lot of us women are giving, like, these cautionary tales. And I've also been thinking about how maybe <laughs> I can take some of the spirituality um, into the trading, although, you know, it's something you have to be kind of tread carefully or lightly because you do want to deal with what is in front of you. The stock market is neutral. Um, but we can, in this case, switch it over. You, you're probably going to see something in the title. I kind of have an idea. I'm going to have the word in there, risk management. And um, y'all know, like, yeah, I do my trading in the morning, but I try to make sure that I have tutorials for myself, homework for myself throughout the day. And, um, when I was compiled, uh, I'm not sure if I uploaded it or not. I don't remember. I have to go back and check. Um, kind of just going through the process of breaking down, like how many, uh, what does 10 or 10,000 hours look like for me to accomplish the self mastery that I'm desiring, desiring in this sector but it takes about five years if I do eight hours a day so I was like oh snap it's one thing to do you know be in the quote-unquote in the market for four hours but I need to have at least four more hours of the day that I'm studying practicing you know and perfecting that craft and so um but back to the relationship side of things a lot of us women I think that are getting pushed back. It's kind of like, girl, look out for this. Look out for that. You know, be cautious of, of all of these things. And then we have other people. I don't really understand why you're going to tell us. I don't really understand it. Maybe it will come to me the way that this did. But the um, so I, I see that to say, so I'm here. I'm looking at some shorts. And um, one of my favorite traders, um, he he was talking about how it's important for all of us that trade to have risk management. And that is when the light bulb went off in my head. And I was like, aha, this is what we're doing with the young ladies. Like, even the way that I talk, like, I don't, relationships are not for me at this point in time. I'm just jaded, point blank, period, <laughs> right, Um, at this point. But there was a part of me that when I was younger, I wanted to be in a relationship, right? Um, and I think that if you listen to the women that get a lot of backlash, try to understand if it's coming through the lens of risk management, right? So if we kind of go back to the other world of like trading, you know, that's where you kind of like you're aware of, of what you're dealing with. What are the possible outcomes? What are the scenarios how do you recognize when you need to cut your losses or when you're going in the right direction? And um, the more aware that you become, you know, there's so many aspects of it. And, you know, this kind of overlays into what, you know, what happens with us in the in IRL, right? In real life. There are so many um, ways that you can find out that you're... Um, going in the wrong direction. So the more that you learn, like, oh, okay, if it's a um, long-legged doji 
when I'm in the middle of, of, of something going in one direction, uh, you know what, we're about to face a reversal. It could be that, you know, the stochastic over uh, RSI, you know, the the orange line comes up, crosses over the blue line. Okay, that could be an indicator. It could be that um, if you look at volume, like the numbers, you know, for the ask and the bid, some people do that. I haven't perfected yet that yet. You know, if, if there is a fluctuation there, that could be an indicator that it might be time for you to ask, exit. So, but, you know, there's so many things that can give you clues. And so how dumb and how silly would it be for you to want to be successful in a relationship without having the red flags, right? So the same way you wouldn't just put anybody in front of a computer and just be like, yeah, just go ahead and trade. You can make millions of dollars and you just have this person just jumping into any contract or, you know, just... um purchasing any any amount of of you know any expiration date and, and stuff like that like it let me give you another example too so like another way thing that you can do to manage your risk is yes while you're in the trade which were the three that I just mentioned but you also minimize your risk like that's something I learned um today too I like to do something that's called zero day DTE but I've now switched it to like one DTE or it's a little bit like closer to like almost four to five, four to five DTE, meaning five days till expires, right? Why would I go from, you know, trading the same contracts that expire the same day to contracts that expire Monday, Wednesday, Friday? So Mondays and Tuesdays, I I trade the ones that expire on Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, or Wednesday and Thursday, I, I trade the ones that expire on Friday. Why? Because there's less risk involved in my contract keeps its value for longer when I trade in those. And that's something I learned this week. And you better believe your girl <laughs> wrote that down. And that, it, listen, if it works, if it's good for the goose, it is definitely good, good for the gander. So when we're talking about relationships, you're not going to, you know, um, I, I had, it, I actually, you know, when I um, get hit with heavy energy, one of, one of my coping mechanisms is sleep or a nap. Um, but I have been napping more, um, especially like earlier in the day, because I am up at five in the morning. I've been putting in my yoga and then, um, I like to prepare half an hour before the stock market opens at six thirty. So, I am up relatively early compared to the average person, right? But that means that by the time I'm done uh, trading, like around 10.30, I've already put in a good five-hour shift nonstop, not really, you know, any snacks or anything like that. And so I'm ready to to take a break. And so I had the misfortune on of um, coming across a story on Black Girl on Lost and it was so sad. And I, I think that it's it was interesting for me too, because y'all know I like to use a little bit of a potty mouth. I do have a little bit of a potty mouth. And usually I try to think, I like to think I'm funny. But it was so aggravating for me. I was so angry that it just made the language so colorful. But we were talking about this, this young lady. She was 18 years old and her ex-boyfriend went to the store where she was working and shot her and 
toe tagged her and shot her best friend in the hand. The young lady didn't make it, but in the um, telling of the story, she had she had a two-year-old with this man. So she was pregnant when she was like f- 14, had the baby at... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. She was 18, so she, ha- she was pregnant when she was 15, 16. So she was pregnant when she was like 15, 16, give or take, and she had a two-year-old child. And she was 18 years old, working at Home Depot, and... I was thinking like, you know, how do we teach our young ladies to have risk management? Because a lot of us just feel like, oh, well, they're at that age where they want to explore relationships and it's normal for them to date. And even as young adults, it's kind of like, you know, um, like the way I was raised is we're just not supposed to date, period. But it's not like my parents did anything wrong per se, because there are parents who will say, well, you can date when you're 18, but they don't give them risk management, which is the whole entire point. You want them to be able to identify how, what are the red flags? And that's what a lot of us women are doing. So, you know, when I talk about how a lot of people like to gaslight and say like, oh, you need help, you need therapy, that's so you can identify the red flags. That's so you can have appropriate um, risk management, right? So then that's how you can say, well, listen, um, these are some of the traits like what, what men will do with you or how they will say things to you or how they will come across. And if they do these things, girl, you in danger, run, <laughs> right? Type of a thing. But I think that if a lot of us start to look at, at how... Some of the women that are getting a lot of backlash right now, you know, um, they're teaching you to have risk management. You need that, I think, just about in everything else in life, right? And then when you're equipped with that decision, then you can make the, you, you, I mean, some people, like, it's funny to me um, to watch when people still decide to take high-risk trades. Um, and some of them are learned behaviors too. Like I remember one of my my larger um, losses, um, the person that, that you know, because when you're in a trading group, you have some people, like the, the people that are in the group that, that they will quote-unquote call out the signals. And so um, I don't take the trade unless I can see the setup for myself. But because I had made money with several of the trades that he had before, um, had done before, um, and this was so weird because when you talk about risk management, for one, he was trading past 1030. I don't like to take trades past 1030. Then the other thing too is like, usually I will go lighter. Um, so instead of doing like a full 40 contracts or stuff like that, usually if it's just me too, I would just do one or two contracts. But I was like, you know what? This We make money when this guy makes, uh, when he does a call. So I decided to do 10 because I was like, shoot, let me add some money to my pocket, you know? And then, but the thing is when it was going in the opposite direction, like you have this thing where you can average down. And so he bought 10 more contracts. So I was like, shoot, well then if he's buying 10 contracts, I'm going to buy 10 contracts, right? And stuff, but um, when you start to learn appropriate risk management, like knowing what I know now, I will never do anything like that again, right? A hard lesson to learn, right? And I think that 
one of the things that I've mentioned this before, I do have a podcast that talks to like trader chicks. But the thing is, when we're talking to young ladies too, I think that it's not very nice of older women or women that are quote unquote married to say like, oh, you know, just go out there and like keep trying again. I don't think that's responsible. I think that you should be able to listen from, there's two types of older women. There's women that will kind of just make it seem like you don't need any risk management. Um, and then there's the, the type of woman that's like, girl, like while you're young, make sure you can get a job that you can take care of yourself, you know, prepare for the best case scenario. Don't be dependent on him. Make sure that you kind of travel a little bit before you have your kids and, you know, have a, a backup plan and, and safety things in place. Um, and, you know, look out for certain like traits and stuff that, that they will do with you. And so I don't think it's responsible to tell women not to have a risk management plan. The more successful you want to become, the better, better your risk management plan is going to be, right? So if you want to have a successful relationship, that means that you need to look at several of the components. Are you ready for a relationship? Are you a whole person? Are you coming to the table y'all know I hate the table right like I've done several podcasts on all the scenarios of what I would do to this table short of breaking it and setting on fire but anyways when you come to this table are you fully ready you know um just because you date doesn't mean that that just because you can date doesn't mean that you should so if you're 18 fresh out of high school can you date yeah but have you fully developed in your personality, you know, do you have an understanding of how the world works and how consequences work? Um, are you going to be in a situation where you're completely dependent to this person to where if something happens to them, you can't fend for yourself? You know, um, there is a, a story that's going around right now about a young lady and I'm low-key going to say this, like, sometimes there's scenarios where sometimes people really do deserve each other, and this is what, this is, when you talk about uh, like seeks like, yeah, but at the same time, um, I was talking about uh, this young lady that she was a sugar baby, and she ended up getting pregnant for the guy, and he turned completely toxic on her. So one of the, the, the last updates that was done on her, she just had the baby. I don't think the baby's more than a month old. And this guy took away, he had bought her a car. He took away the car. So she didn't have a car of her own. And then um, he put her out outside of the car or attempted to at least two different times from what I understood. And then... She had to go back to the to the house because, you know, when you're a sugar baby, sometimes what they will do is they will have their own house, but you can stay. They'll usually have an apartment for you to stay in or or a house. It's usually an apartment or condo. Beautiful. I mean, you know, floor to ceiling, like just exactly how I like um, my houses, right? Floor to ceiling, glass, uh, you know, windows and hardwood floors, very, up, you know, modern type of a thing, open, beautiful spaces, just, it was, it looked really nice. It looked really nice. 
Um, how am I doing on time? Okay. So, but he came to the house and he was, the guy was insane. And people like myself were telling her, I wasn't, I, I don't follow her. I'm not on social media. The only social media I'm on really is on YouTube. I'm, I rarely go on YouTube. I mean, nearly, rarely go on Instagram. The last time I went on Instagram, I found out that Wayne Brady was pan, pansexual. I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, it doesn't, I don't find anything on Instagram for me to be, be on there and spend copious amounts of time on Instagram let alone TikTok. I actually got aggravated with the reminders from TikTok. So I just um, like somehow deleted it to where I don't even go on TikTok. Couldn't tell you the last time I've been on TikTok. TikTok. But um, so, but people were in the comments on, I think she was on Instagram live and they were like, girl, leave, which is what a lot of us say. Like, this is what I was saying a couple days ago. It's not that we want you to be, um, I don't know, like just this negative light about womanhood. It's that you need to be able to pivot. Like I wouldn't want my niece to be in that type of a situation where it sounds like her family is out of the country or at least not in the same state as her. So it's not like they, well, she does have a cousin that's, that's close by, right? Um, And she really should take her cousin up on that offer. But so she went back to the house and because according to her, she knows that she can't be kicked out of the house type of a thing. Um, Or they're more likely to rule in her favor because she has a child, you know, in the house. For the most part, I think she's walking on very thin ice. So but with that being said, it's the guy's apartment. So he has access to the area. So she's there breastfeeding her child. Which is so like traumatizing too, because whatever your emotions are when you're breastfeeding, transfer to the child. Needless to say, even if she wasn't breastfeeding, like they can hear you yelling at each other. This is a newborn child, like new, like it still has the price tag on it, like new, new. Like I'm trying to be a little bit funny, but like it's it's a. I don't think the baby's more than thirty years, thirty, thirty days old. I think the I think at the most two weeks at a minimum like maybe five to six days old. So it's it's a it's a it's a that's how recent this is that she just gave labor, right? So he comes into the house and he starts yelling at her. He try keeps trying to incite her to anger and to keep provoking her. And then the police are called and he starts to tell them that she has postpartum depression and recording her saying like, they, you know, trying to make it seem like she had a knife to the baby's head, like, like trying, cause you know that this is going to get contentious and type of stuff like that. And I'm like, this is exactly what I mean, where if you are a quote unquote boss babe and you have your own money. Like, it was good while it lasted. Yeah, you might have the child. But when he was at work, you should have been able to pivot and just be like, you know what? Let me get the baby's stuff while he's at work. Let me get my stuff and go stay somewhere else or move back into my house and not have to deal with it. But because she doesn't have anywhere else to go. So um, when they told her, like, girl, just leave. She's like, no, I just had a baby. Where am I going to go? I'm not going to leave. 
And I'm like, this is exactly why we talk about risk management. You need to be able to pivot. If you, excuse me, if you have your own money, right? I talk about like the Sheba technique. If you want to really have a child in this day and age, um, then make sure you have all your ducks in a row to where you're not dependent on that person. But because she's dependent, and then the thing that sucks too, it sounds like he was violent with her. But the thing is, she's using that as her get out of jail free card. When really, if he is, it sounds like he assaulted her with a knife, girl. But the thing is, if she if she presses charges, then that means he's not going to be working, and that means he's not going to be paying. Um, you know, like if he has to spend time in jail then he's not going to be able to pay for that apartment that she's staying and it's going to mess up her her um her finances and if she has to put him in child support and he's now a felon or has a criminal record and like i said has to spend time for stabbing her and she says she has all the evidence like now you're you're putting up with what behavior that you shouldn't have to because you are dependent on this man for your for your financial well-being when you could, and she could be, what was that sound? Out here living her whole best entire life. Um, and so we talk about risk management in terms of like, what are your finances going into a relationship? And, you know, um, if and when you choose to have children, how many are you going to have? Are those enough that you can take care of them on your own? Do you have a backup system? Like even, and this is so funny to hear from my mom, like, both of my parents are teachers by trade, but even just the other day, she's like, you know what? I don't think you necessarily have to go to college to be successful and stuff like that. I'm sure we're going to, they're actually coming in two days. They're coming back to California in two days. Um, they were going to come in two weeks, but my, my, one of my brothers, um, he does Airbnb. So he needs help with two of the houses that he has. So he paid for their ticket to come out earlier. They had to cancel their other one and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but so yeah, they'll be here in two days, but I want to, I want to follow up on that conversation with her, which is interesting to hear from her coming as a teacher. But for the most part, the idea is how do you become self-sufficient, right? Um, because codependency creates, a um, environment where, you don't want to put yourself in a scenario. You know, even like with the with the 18-year-old girl that we were talking about earlier, um, that her, her boyfriend went to the Home Depot and toe-tagged her. You know the reason why he said he toe-tagged her? He said it was because it cost him too much. And one of the things I wanted to address about that was that he's, he's dumb as fuck because... Um, it's not that the money is going to her. She was probably asking for child support. And the thing is, it's like child support for him couldn't have been more than $40 a week. You know what I'm saying? And that is for the child. It's not like it's going to her, you know? Um, and I, and so he try to make it seem like, oh, I don't want to do it in front of the daughter. And he probably thought that he was going to get sole custody of his daughter. But the thing is, if you think $40, paying your baby's mom $40 a week, I, I don't know, they didn't say that, but I'm, it couldn't have been that much, right? Um, the, what I'm trying to say is, so 
when he gets custody of that child, now you're having to pay for childcare. Now you're paying for baby formula. You're paying for diapers. If that baby gets sick, you have to have co-pays if they have a, you know, take them to the hospital for um, fevers or toothaches or, you know, you have to make sure her hair is getting done. She has to have, they grow, they're growing so fast when they're little that you constantly going through clothes. It's going to cost you way more than $40 a week, boo-boo. And, you know, this reminds me of um one of the content creators I was following. I don't remember her name right now. But she showed this clip of like the mom has so like primary custody of the child. And this guy, he doesn't want to put it, be put on child support. So he will do stuff like quote unquote send clothes for the child. But he hasn't seen the child in so long. Or he'll send money every once in a while, right? So he in, in order to get around having to pay money to the mom, he buys the child clothes from the Goodwill. But it wasn't even so much that it was the clothes from the Goodwill. This motherfucker sent her swimming shoes, y'all. Swimming shoes. And this is the thing. The girl, from what the content creator was telling us, was like nine years old. Was nine years old. The shoes that he sent her, like, if you know, like, swimming shoes don't have any support in them. They have, like, a bunch of pores, like, the material with a little Velcro strap over. They were for three-year-old, a three-year-old child. A three-year-old child. So I say all of that to say it's kind of like, if this guy is trying to be a cheapskate, because he didn't want to pay her child support. Like, so what? 40 times um, 4 is going to be, what, 280? 280 a month? Um, 300 a month, 500 a month, which is, again, still not a lot on the grander scheme of things. You can only imagine what that, if they had never, because I think he turned himself in um, after he did it. And well, he did turn himself in, but I'm not sure how soon after he turned himself in. And I really didn't want to go back and try to listen to it because it was really dark. Um, And the mom was involved and like drove her to the place knowing that she would be shot. And she was like, just don't do it in my car and all this crazy stuff. And so, um, you know, let's just say that he was able to get away with it for a couple of months. That baby would have been, he would have been trying to cut corners on how, you know, how often he feeds a two-year-old and how often he takes her, her, you know, gets her hair done and how often he buys her the pampers or diapers she needs or buys her the clothes as she's growing out of her clothes and have her walking in all kinds of inner like things because he's trying to cut all these kinds of corners. It's like children are expensive, you know? Um, but yeah, so these, these are why a lot of us ladies have these risk management conversations. It's not that we're trying to be like the evil, wicked witch of the West. It's just kind of like, how can we put you in a situation to win, right? Because trading is about how do you get profitable trades so you can win more than you lose. And so it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, there are people who want successful relationships. Does it mean that you probably will go a little bit longer in between relationships because you're waiting for the, what we call a high probability setup, you know, or, or like a really good scenario? Yeah, 
But that definitely beats, you know, you going time after time after time after time, just going from relationship to relationship to relationship with like zero breaks, you know? Um, you got to be able to be aware of like, are you full? Are you a, a whole person? Are you balanced? Is that person balanced? Is this the best timing? Like, what are the things that increase your risk for a successful marriage? And what are the things that make you or a relationship and what makes them, what puts it more at risk and what puts it more at, um, what makes it more profitable is, is where I think a lot of us are coming, right? Some of us, like, um, even when you talk about like, uh, risk management and investment and, and, um, uh, when you're younger, you can kind of, but I mean, we're talking about 14 and 18 years old here. You can afford to take more risk, but when you're older, we're more risk averse. So I'm just like, girl, don't do it. You in danger run. Like I'm just, I don't even, you're going to have to be one hell of a dude to be able to come to me and not have any red flags, like, you know, type of a thing. And so but when you're younger, I feel like you do want to take the risk and sometimes it can cost you, you know, but that's why I feel like the older some of us get that we're just like, oh, no, girl, I'm good. <laughs> I'm just over here, like, holy, sanctified, moisturized, hydrated, like happy, you know, type of a thing. And we're more like zero risk, r- zero risk tolerance. But at the end of the day, if you're going to do it, play to win. That's always been my my um my stance if you're gonna play play to win understand fully what it is that you're getting into i think that one of the content creators that i used to listen to like once you understand how men are and their their patterns and their mo if you want to play then you then you know exactly what you're dealing with and now you can kind of navigate around some of the landmines the best that you know how as opposed to just going in blindly And getting the same results over and over and over. And you don't really understand why you're getting the same thing over and over. At least it's just going to be like, yep, well, I knew that was going to happen. Or I, I, you know, I saw that coming. So, all right, y'all. It is time for me to go to my meeting. Oh, my alarms are probably about to go off. So I'll talk to you all later. Be safe out there. Love you. Bye.